I mean, you ain't lying, though. I mean, it's just like somebody always comes to you when you're trying to count flashy lights and ask you a question or something. Or something happens, you know, a dog comes up to you or something. Or some bum, like homeless guy that you didn't see that's sleeping in the bushes and all of a sudden he just says, hey, you know what I mean? And like, what? What's up, trade crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. Powered by Keystone Cells and Associates, your premier mid-Atlantic manufacturing rep. We have a guest on the night. The Wicked has rested. There's you a little insight there, what we got coming up. We're pretty pumped about bringing this guy on. He always brings it. So without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. What's up, trade crew? Like Dennis said, welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. We have a returning guest tonight. We're very excited to have him back. But before we get there, we got to talk about a few other things. So a big thank you to Platinum Sponsor One Thing Marketing, who is the primary sponsor of this show. Also, please make sure to check us out on social media on Instagram at HVAC.R&D, as well as on TikTok. And then LinkedIn and Facebook as HVACRND, as well as on Trade Hounds. Also, thanks to One Thing Marketing, our new website, HVACRND.com, is maybe about two to three weeks away from being completely finished. Um, if you go and check it out now, you can see some of the initial vendor hub stuff starting to show up. So you can get in there, check out BetterHelp, Service Titan, and Chirp. And also, please just make sure if there's anything else you need from us, just check the link tree in the bios of our social media for anything else that's up to date. But now the moment you've all been waiting for, we're going to welcome back the star of the most downloaded show in HVAC R&D history, our great friend from episode 41, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked, Mr. Jason Holt. Welcome back to the show, brother. Oh, I mean, good to be here, you know. I mean, no added pressure, I guess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was I a mean, substantial build up there. <laughs> like, hey, I got canceled first. We're good. Yeah, I took I, all the heat. 
I know, right? I was like, man, I mean, this is a tough crowd right here. I just want to say, <laughs> hey, guys. You know what I mean? Hey. Oh, God. And what's up with koozies? Who came up with that name? Yeah, I'm not sure. I was, that's a good question. Right? I don't even know. Right. I might have to Google that. That's worth a Google. It's a koozie, cozy can sleeve. Yeah, I feel like they could have. I don't know. Came up with something better, you know? Well, I mean, what else would you have called it? Can oh. jacket. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You put us on the spot, riding Like, what the hell? Sleeve. A sleeve. <laughs> yeah, drink sleeve. Drink <laughs> sleeve. <laughs> Koozie's so much easier to say than. Hey, hand me my drink sleeve. Yeah, but, <laughs> but see, it messes all, all all the older texts. I mean, how can you tell if something's beer can cold if you can't touch the beer when it's cold? That's you don't true. know what. That's true. You know? Well, mean, that's why they. That's why they change color now. Don't drink it less than mountains are blue, right? <laughs> Man, that that guy that put that can on that suction line on my test system and the, <laughs> the mountains turn blue, man. I was like, is this this is this just happened? He's That's like, You got awesome. that thing dialed in, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest thing ever. I I have a shirt that's it's beer can cold. It shows a tech graphing that can in the suction line. You oh, still haven't, I haven't got a chance to see you and give you the beer can cold stickers. Yeah, those are becoming pretty popular. Well, you, you know, I've been on break. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. All I right. Mean, well, look, speaking of beer can cold, mine is not cold anymore. Um, Go get a replacement from the fridge. Trade it out. Stick it yeah. out in the freezer. Well, we got to start with uh, J-Dog there and see what he's drinking. You know, I am not drinking nothing because. Oh God! Hey, man, this is what happens when you get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I still go. I'm still on pills. You know what I'm saying? I can't drink while I'm on pills. I can't this, drink while I'm on pills. This show is sponsored by Xanax. <laughs> oh, it's it's sponsored by Don't Fall Off a Ladder on Concrete. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. There we go. I mean, you drink one for me. I'm, I'm drinking a Pepsi. Pour know. one out for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I've got a, uh, I'm not usually an IPA guy, but I've got a Sierra Nevada juicy little thing. I think these are new, maybe. Oh, those aren't oh. bad. They're pretty decent. Yeah. Six and a half percent. So I, I'm looking at the top here. I've never noticed this. Family owned and operated and argued over <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know if it's always said that but it has oh well, that's, that's tangy wonder what that could be yeah i'm a little jealous right now i know yeah he's <laughs> don't go yeah, rattling the pill bottle over there in the microphone <laughs> <laughs> DA is going to come in. You know? <laughs> what was that show? God, this show is going to, this show is going to get canceled. What was that show? The, uh, <laughs> the wonderful world of the whites. Oh yeah. But dude, them people in West Virginia, craziness. Oh, man, sorry. West Virginia folks listening. Yeah. He's rattling that pill bottle and he says, that's a, uh, <laughs> the mating call, the mating call, <laughs> <laughs> something County mating call. Good lord. Dude, that documentary was rough, man. 
It was good though. <laughs> it was good. I mean, think how much money they, them people probably made though. You know, probably not much. That's no, a sad right there. Well, they don't have to make much. Probably way under negotiated, but <laughs> thought it was more than it really was. Just well, like pills they bought off of it, <laughs> you know. Well, I was about to say, there's there's certain people in this world that there's a reason they're in the situation, right? They get a bunch of money. You know, you go back five years later, nothing's changed. It's all gone, and they're just still chilling. You know. I just feel like if they got a bunch of money, they'd still be in the same situation. Maybe with a few more toys out in the yard, you know? Uh, man, I have a friend from uh, West Virginia, right? And he's in a coal miner town. And he's a cable guy, all right? So you see this single wide with, like, it's front of it is slapped down to the ground, and the back of it is, like, 20 foot up with center blocks. They got a brand new like F four fifty in the yard, a brand new car, <laughs> and the TV is ginormous because you see it blowing through the trailer. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the trailer looks like it's one rainstorm from sliding off the hill. You know what I mean? And just drive through uh, bits and pieces of Western North Carolina where I'm from too. It's about the same thing. And it's them priorities. You know what I mean? Yeah, got a eighty thousand dollar truck sitting out there and. Living in the refrigerator box. So I will say that we got a guy we're going to bring on the show at some point. He listens to the show now, but he does ask Alexa to play HVAC R and D, and it just plays random shows. I'm like, "What show are you? What show are you at now?" He's like, "Ah, just she just plays random ones. It might be <laughs> wherever she number me two to and number eighty eight the next day, right?" <laughs> but uh, uh, I couldn't do it. I miss it. He's, he's got he's uh he owns a company. Um, in North Carolina, does good for himself. Nice company. Uh, I don't know. He's probably got seven or eight guys. They do good. They do good work. And uh, but he's working on building him a house. But he's got a ton of property, and he's got this trailer sitting on it, and it's it's blue. So it's a. I think it's a single wide. It might be a double, but he calls it Big Blue. But he like renovated the inside of it just for the heck of it. Giant like eighty inch TV in there granite tops like redid the whole trailer when you when you pull up though it's just like oh, what is going on here it's just that's where you hide it man just big man, blue chatham it's probably county, like 400 acres though it's like dude chatham county north carolina outside of pittsburgh there's this guy all right i show up to his trailer and it's like the taj mahal man like when you pull up to it it's just like a beat up single wire like from the 80s man you open up the front door hardwood floors man granite <laughs> countertops cherry cabinets and i'm just like looking around like what in the f dude and you walk out back and there's like a ginormous like three-car garage building with a parents retreat up top <laughs> wings coating everywhere i mean it's top notch inside and like outside does not do it no justice see i could have a big shop and a small house yep all day lift in it a couple nice hot rods um somewhere i can do some woodwork some welding and then the house could just be you know a thousand square feet i always want to buy one of them old tobacco warehouses and build my house inside of it and just have garage door openers and just come inside 
you know, they're like 400 foot long, so you can have your, right. your working <laughs> shop, you know, your house, everything all in one shot. Get bored, drive a little four wheelers or golf carts or whatever inside, you know. Giant barn dominium. Well, do those, I've never, do those have like a, a good smell to them? I've never even been in one. <laughs> or, like, to me, it smells good because it smells like cigars, you know? Yeah. I, mean? I was just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> our shop, our shop is in an old like, um, what's that? Hosiery mill used to be a hosiery mill, and it's got like this machine oil smell. It's not, it's not that great, and it is just. If I'm in there all day, kind of working, when I get home, Tracy can smell it. She's just like, "What in the hell is that smell?" It's been working like on fuel machine. all day. What are you about? Yeah, it just smells like a. I don't know. It's just in there. I mean, there ain't no machinery in there, but it's in the walls, I guess. I mean. Oh, yeah. Dude, I did a place called West Village in Durham. It's the old Lucky Strike manufacturing place. Oh, jeez. You used to make cigarettes in there, right? Lucky Strikes. Yep. Dude, we had a, they tore the floor up and, like, burn it because it's got all the heavy metals from all the machines in there. You can mm-hmm. smell cigarettes. like, And it's got sheetrock over it and everything, dude. As soon as you walk in, it smells like cigarettes. It don't smell like tobacco. Does it smell well, like that's what I'm saying. It smells like like a you just open a brand new pack of cigarettes. Oh yeah, so that's like a tobacco. different smell than burning a cigarette off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't I don't smell. mind that smell at all. I think this is a. I really believe this is a VOC issue, since this is a <laughs> an HVAC related podcast. <laughs> is it well volatile organic compounds? Everyone, <laughs> they will seep into the walls over time. <laughs> So my, uh, when my, my brother's like, I don't know, he's almost eight years older than me, but when he was in a crib, my dad said he, my, you know, everybody smoked back then. My dad had a pack of cigarettes in his shirt, right? That little pocket leaned over to, to mess with my brother in his crib and the cigarettes fell out and he ate all the cigarettes. Oh God. Just all, <laughs> just all of them. Filter and all. Yeah. Just ate them. Swallowed the whole, you know. That's that's why we don't get sick. If you grew up in that era, <laughs> you just COVID ain't got nothing on that, man. No, <laughs> not at all. Huffing gas while we're trying to mow the yard, lead paint. <laughs> yep. Chew, <laughs> chewing on the crib. <laughs> I mean, think of all that dangerous stuff you did as a kid. You know, your parents put you up to it. You know, go ahead and climb that ladder and clean out the gutters. Yeah, Some old rickety wooden ladder. That's my dad, man. Yeah, you're only seven. Get up there. Get, yeah. Knock it out. If you we get still, hurt. My dad still uses the old rickety wooden ladders. He's got two of them still. Dude, I, I can't stand when I used to go to a homeowner's house and <laughs> had to get in a, a scuttle hole. I'm like, dang, you got a ladder? Yeah, I got this ladder right here. They bring out the wooden. I'm like, no, dude. I didn't mean great-grandpa's ladder from the store. Like, where did you find that at? Did you- I mean, they move like 12 inches either way. They don't fall, but they just, <laughs> they sway like, they're like they're, nothing's tight on them. God, I hate those ladders. They like got bee holes from Carpenter Bees already drilled the ladder like a hundred times, you know? Yeah. Like thousands of gallons of paint is on it because there's paint everywhere on the old wooden ladders. Always. And that's what's holding them together. <laughs> right. Hopes and dreams and old paint. <laughs> so this this show the whole show is gonna be a uh 
Now that we got Jason on here, this whole show is a crawlspace confession. Just to let y'all know. <laughs> That's the truth. Um, it's going to make up for all those that people haven't turned in. So we got on some notes here that uh, Jason had to... He's got a dead compressor on a unit that Ryden sold him three years ago. My bad. Swear, man, selling me junk, you know? <laughs> I, I don't I don't think it was the unit. No. no it well, was. I don't think it was the unit. <coughs> Swear it was poor maintenance practices not performed by Jason. So that brings up a pretty good topic. We want to get Absolutely. into the track. If uh, this is probably a good case of um it's 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 a variable speed compressor right 20 sear mm -hmm. um jason has not been servicing it but now he's working on it okay and it's it was a very clean pristine install dennis and i actually went and did the startup with him three years ago got it yeah i had that thing dialed in man yep two stage 96 percent variable speed furnace dual fuel communicating 20 sear inverter top of the line Jason had crushed it. Correct duck sizing, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> I got pictures of it somewhere. I have to find it. Throwback I, Thursday topic. Yeah, we. I even took the time to paint the inside of the the registers of the boots. You know. Uh, yes, he did. He did. Well, I was gonna say, I've, I've, when I used to take tech support calls for this brand or, or any brand, right? You get a you get a guy on the phone. He tells me the model. I'm like, okay, so this is a variable speed. And uh, it's running. I'm like, all right, what's your pressures? You know, what's your subcool? Nobody ever wants to. They look at the door, right? They they get right to it. They look at the uh, charging chart. Every charging chart, man, is based on wide open. So if it's a two stage sixteen steer, right? You gotta you gotta jump out that second stage. If it's a twenty steer, whether it's whatever brand you're working on, right? Charge mode force mode um let it run 20 minutes uh you know everybody's got their own thing but how many of these you think are out there overcharged tons yeah yep. shitload tons and shit rude this might be a case of that i mean uh, oh man this thing like, like you know it had a leak you know i don't know how long it had a leak the seller company with PM agreement just kept dumping Freon in it. I know what they did, you know? Right. It, it steady dumping Freon in it. Oh, you know, you'll get by. And <laughs> it, my favorite is like, you know, I go change the VAP cool. No problems. Go out there. You know, I ain't heard this thing run in three years. Turn that thing on. It's knocking home sweet home. I immediately turn it off and I walk inside the homeowners and stuff. I'm like, hey, uh, has it been making a noise or anything outside? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, this, this wintertime, it was making a heck of a racket. I just thought it was normal. It was going in defrost. <laughs> I got you. I pulled up on the Equinet thermostat. How many times do you think that thing went in defrost, Dennis? Uh sounds like too many and okay because you know it breaks it down on that equinet right so right. it's lifetime was 333 defrost cycles right yikes all right in the last six months 
it was 120 default cycles. <laughs> Dang. I mean, we had a cold December, but. <laughs> I, was just, I just shook my head, you know. Just, what do you say? And then they asked me if they were getting a really good deal from this other company. And I'm like, sure. Apparently you know, not. I, I never talk crap about another company. They can do whatever they want, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, that's a that's a problem, man. You, you you fire these things up, depending on the brand, it, it starts at, you know, 20%, 30%. It's going to look like it needs a, sh- a crap load of Freon. So, yeah. Uh, you start dumping, it starts reacting, pressures get up there, okay, then they take the gauges off and they leave, and it's overcharged by about three pounds. Well, and which, stuff like, oh, yeah. sorry. I was going to no, say, say it does okay for a mild day, and then it, when it hits that time, and it's got to go. It don't well, work. and that's what we talk all the time about, how training is important, whether it's the brand you put in or not. At some point, you're going to run into different things in the field. And I know there's a lot of manufacturers that are trying to get you dialed in on their brand and only their brand. But the reality of it is you're not going to just work on one brand your whole life. You're going to have to learn how to work on other stuff. And if you don't at least dabble in training with other brands at some point, you know, you're going to run into a wall that you don't know how to fix. Or you're going to run into a problem like this where, you know, you're doing what you think is the right thing to do, but you're not because you actually hadn't unfortunately you haven't taken the time or your company hasn't taken the time and using the resources out there to get you trained on something that they're working on you know it's one thing if you just roll up on it as a service call but if you've got a pm agreement on a high sear piece of gear you might want to learn how to work on it i hate to say that but it's true yeah i mean i i like to when guys leave a a class that i do of course i'm training on a, a full inverter product now but when I when they leave my class, I want them if they come up on another brand they don't know, they'll call tech support and say, "Hey, is there a charge mode on this? How do I force this into high cool or high heat?" That's what you got to get going. You, yep. You know, he may not know. He may have never seen that before, but what he does know is <coughs> this thing is a full inverter and I got to ramp it up somehow. So I, I mean, like, I need to send up some of the people I work with to you, you know? <laughs> what have you been getting into? You still doing the same thing? Uh, yeah, I mean. Floating around? Yeah, you know, making sure the monkey show keeps going, you know? Right. I spin the plates. That's what I do. I make sure all the plates keep spinning. <laughs> you still, I guess you're still, sounds like you're still catching service calls. Oh, oh man, yeah, dude. I, I catch for, uh. Man, I hate to crash people there, but like, you know, went to a call, three of the techs went out. Okay. <laughs> it's an old uh, LG system. All right. They're trying yep. to charge it in heat mode. There's mm-hmm. no true suction port on the uh-huh. old LGs, right? Talking about um, a mini split, discharge, yep, side yep, discharge. Okay. Yep, yep. Mini split. There's I mean, this thing's from 90, 95, 96, you know? Right. First time, they, first time they went out there, they was like, hey, man, the hose won't fit on here. I'm like, yeah, you're going to have to have five, six things to that. Yeah, thing. just leave. Yeah, if they start yeah. asking that. Yep. <laughs> right. So they're out there trying to put Freon in this thing for like three days, right? <laughs> and I'm like, 
I, I like, okay, I'll go out there. You know what I mean? I go out there, boom, boom, low charge. You know, I'm like, okay, switch it to air conditioning mode. The homeowner comes out to me and goes, hey, they already put Freon in it. Well, ma'am, apparently not. Well, you know, the other guy said, look, ma'am, I don't know what the other guy said, but I'll tell you what. You want air conditioning or not? You know, it don't make a fuck me. I have air conditioning at my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, mine works like a chance. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, I have no patience now. Like, since I fell and I went home, right, I've been on uh, workers' comp. You know what I mean? Right. Dude, I've been at home for a while. You know what I mean? Like, eight months, you know? So, nice. I don't like, yeah, I don't have patience no more for, like, <laughs> stupid people. So, if you come at me with, like, a stupid question, I will F you up. You know what I mean? I will say some <laughs> slick-ass shit to you, like, in a heartbeat. Uh, like, shit. like, I had an argument with my boss today. You know what I mean? I was like, I told him he could fix everything. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just go home. So, yeah. what most people definitely don't know, um, I've heard the pretty much the full version of this story. Dennis has heard the footnotes of it from me because there's no way in hell I can ever tell a Jason story the way Jason tells a story. And I don't even try. Oh um, yeah. I, let me tell you the story. How uh, I fail. That's what so you yeah. want to know, right? Yeah, so we'll rewind it. What? Eight months. Yeah. Eight, eight months, months or so. Yeah. Eight months ago, I go out to this job site because the guy who's running the job site ain't handling his stuff. Right. So the owner calls me and he goes out there for me to straighten out his mess. All right. So putting in these big exhaust fans in this garage, you know, uh, smack up the 40 foot ascension ladder, man. I'm at the very tippy top of this. Okay, thing. hang on. You're, you, you pulled out a 40 foot extension ladder. Yeah. Ah, those suck. Jeez. Right. Because the same jackass who's doing this job is in behind is in the lift. And I'm trying to get this thing. I want to go home. You know, because I'm already mad because I'm like four hours away from home and I don't like this guy and I'm trying to do my stuff and he's messing me up. <laughs> so, good truck, grab a 40 foot cinch ladder, throw that thing up, climb to the very tip of the top. I'm standing on the second run of this ladder, tying it off, right? I feel the ladder kick. Oh, I was like, I was like, son of a bitch, I'm about to fall. You know what I mean? That's what went through my head, right? So, I grabbed the side of it and start sliding down like a fireman, right? And this ladder is going backwards and I'm like, I made it about halfway, so I feel like 20 foot, and I was about to reach out and grab this metal building, and I was like, don't do that, jackass, you'll cut all your fucking fingers off. The whole time, I had a piece of metal in my hand when I was making a, a template of the flashing I was going to be in. Yeah. In my right hand. I never let it go. So, when I fell, I landed on my feet like a cat. You know what I mean? Because I got them cat-like <laughs> reflexes. I'm just saying. Yeah. Not bad for a 45-year-old, you know? <laughs> Well, as soon as I landed on the concrete, right, my feet slid out from underneath me. So, you know, I was going down on my butt, so I put my hands down to catch me. You know, dumbass me, you know, had that piece of metal. Dude, instantly, like, blood's all over my face, over my glasses. You know what I mean? All I see is red. I'm like, man, I just messed myself up. This went through my head, right? So you don't want to look, you know what I mean? So I was no. like, started wiggling my toes. I'm like, okay, I can move my toes. I look down, and like, everything's all right. Wiggle my fingers. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're moving. Try to wiggle my right hand. Nothing's moving. I'm like, fuck. I'm going to have to go to the hospital. Like, <laughs> I look at my hand, right? Blood is, like, spraying everywhere. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. You know what I mean? I take a, a, a rag, put a rag over my hand. Instantly turns red. I'm like, all right. 
So I start walking to the truck, reach out, grab the door handle, left hand stops working. I'm like, man, I just broke this. Reach out with my right hand. <laughs> like, it ain't working now either. You know what I mean? So I get the door open. I'm sitting in the truck and I stick my hands through the steering wheel. And I'm like, I'm about to drive myself. And I was like, uh, I better not. Get the jack wagon that helped me. Like, he's doing his job. He took me to the hospital. Go to the hospital. Four hours later, man. You know, still sitting in this hospital in a, with my hand in like a bucket of water. <laughs> I'm like, Lord. right? This you woman, got to like the Walgreens, like it's it's Lincoln Atrium Health in Lincoln County, worst <laughs> hospital ever, right? So ladies like walking by, right? She's asking about my copayment for my insurance. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, my wallet's right there. Just just open my wallet and get the money out. You know what I mean? Because my hands don't work, right? <laughs> She's like, I can't move my hands. Like, do we have to talk right. about pay right now? Right, like, right. She's like, okay, she goes away. You know, I mean, she keeps going back like every hour, every 30 minutes, right? Finally, Zach gets up there, right? And I go, Zach, man, get my wallet and pay this lady. Pulls out, gives her $300, man. Bam, dude. Doctor comes in 20 minutes later, man. Starts I mean, showing me up. I'm like, I look at the doctor and I was like, motherfucker, if I could just needed to pay, you could have took my wallet right there, dude. Like, you could have paid yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, what? Well, that's, I mean, what's up with that? Right. I mean, man, I went there like three o'clock. I got out of there like eight o'clock. Right. Five hours drive back. You know what I mean? Like, Zach's driving me back. You know, you know that's my dude. You know what I mean? So he drives me back. You know, I, oh, you you went from, he went fingers? from that's my that jack wagon who I was helping. Yeah, no, 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 Zach's the guy. Like the other jack wagon, you know, that's 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 a whole different story. So you were okay. what? What did you cut on your hand though? Oh, dude, I had that piece of metal. So I went and it almost cut my middle finger off and cut my ring finger and my index finger. But oh, it, it just cut all, okay. Yeah, but it cut that tendon in my middle finger and went and jammed up all the gears inside my hand. Jammed up all the gears. Right. So what happened? To, so nothing from just falling 20 feet? No, not really. Broke wrist <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, they asked me if I hit my head, and I was like, no, I didn't hit my head, but I did hit my head. I was just trying to get out of there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so we go on, right? It gets better, man, right? So just Lincoln County, right? You know, I'm like five hours away from these motherfuckers, right? And it was like, well, you know, you need to go see an ortho guy. I'm like, well, okay. Call, like, come back. I Google it on the way home, like, orthopedic surgeons in my area, right? So... Pinehurst Medical, good people. Call these people up. I'm like, hey, I went to the emergency room yesterday and they said uh, I need to see a ortho surgeon pretty soon or I won't have no use of my hand. They was like, oh, no problem. Go up there, do all this surgery to my hand. You give her your wallet? <laughs> no, nah, they didn't ask for nothing. You know what I mean? Like instantaneously. <laughs> they, they see me one day, surgery the next day. And then like a shit ton of physical therapy. But good people good folks but like if you're living like lincoln county you know i feel sorry for you because you need a better hospital guys they cash only up there so yeah i, I mean I... Say, tell the uh <laughs> tell tell the story of when you were pissed off they actually saved your middle finger that was a great part of it too. <laughs> oh yeah right all right <laughs> so i'm in this hospital in lincoln county right i tell the guy i'm like hey man 
Like, if it ain't gonna work, you can just cut the fucking finger off. You know what I mean? Like, you can just give me a nub. Because in my mind, I already had, like, like if you whack it off and a nub, I was gonna get, like, a middle finger, like, flipping somebody off, like, on my nub, and I was just give people a nub. You know what I mean? You're gonna tattoo it on there. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna tattoo it on there. I'm like, why not? You know what I mean? They was like, oh, no, you don't want to do that. Like, every surgeon tells you this, and I don't know why, right? So go back over here to this other surgeon. You know, he's like, oh, I'm like, hey, man, if it ain't going to work, just cut it off. <laughs> I cut my pinky finger off in 1996, right? And I sewed it back on. It's never worked. I came out of this operation, right? My fucking pinky finger works like a damn champ. The finger they worked on, oh my god, I got like, I don't know, 30% movement. You know what I mean? Like. If I pick something up with my right hand, and it's like you ask me a question, if I had to think about it, I'll forget what I have in my hand and I'll automatically drop whatever is in my right hand. I'm like, bro, you could have kept my fucking finger off. I could have went back to work in like a week or two. You know what I mean? And like everything been all right. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at my right hand if I didn't have my uh, middle finger. I don't know. I mean, still everything works. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean. What you really use your middle finger for, you know? Just think about it. Just to flip people off, really, you know? You still swing a hammer. So, uh, my my current boss, my new boss, he's uh, he lives up in PA. And his left hand, so we when we when I first got hired on, we played a little golf, right? Went up there for a uh, you know, a little hiring process played a little golf and i'm looking at his i'm looking at his golf glove and the pinky the pinky of the golf glove is just kind of flopping around I'm like and this he's a big guy he got some big hands i'm like what's going on with that yeah he he's, he lost that he cut that pinky off and i said what happened to your pinky he's like shop class i'm like man that's <laughs> old school right there yeah, right <laughs> just table saw just whank, cut it right off in shop <clears throat> class God. Yeah. When I was in high school, uh, a, a dude cut his thumb right there, like went right down in the middle of his thumb with a table saw. Like, one oh, yeah, that table saw got all kind of folks in high school. <laughs> it had no guard on it. Nope. <laughs> just start pushing wood through there, and it's like, oh, you, you can't just keep pushing it through there? No, I mean, not with your hand. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can, but you just won't have a hand, you know? Yeah, and it don't, uh, it don't slow down. At all. It, it don't discriminate between wood. You know, I remember when my dad ran, he was building cabinets. We were doing a custom, custom house and he ran his finger through his index finger through a, uh, a, uh, router, router bit for dovetail. Like, <clears throat> and his, so his finger looks okay. But if you look at an x-ray he used to have, it, I don't know where it went, but the x-ray, his bone is literally like a dovetail joint. <laughs> and uh, my dad said it didn't even hurt. It was just like, Wee! you know, I mean, you're talking about a router. The RPMs there are way up there. And he said he didn't even feel it. He just saw blood, wrapped it up. You know, the worst thing was it was just sore, you know, a few days later. But man, I yeah, man. I used to work with these two brothers, right? And one of the brothers needed money. The other brother grabbed the grabbed the dude's hand and stuck it in a fan, in a chiller fan. What? Dude, <laughs> it, it whacked like in an angle. Like, no lie. I mean, it whacked in an angle like his fingers. Like, he's missing his first joint on his index finger, and it goes in an angle all the way back to, like, new pinky. 
Wow. I mean, that's brotherly love right there. What's that, what's that pay? I, mean, I don't know. It must have paid a lot. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Eesh. I mean, it cost you 300 bucks. I mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> like eight months of work, you know? Garbage. Well, I'm glad you're, uh, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it could have been worse. Oh, yeah, man. I'm glad I'm alive, you know? So you fell straight back, like rode it backwards? Oh, yeah, dude. Like, oh, that's that's the fear of the ladders, man. Just like, it, too bad you couldn't ride it down like Griswold, just straight down. I, 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 well, I guess I you wish. tried. I you tried, know? dude. I, I was sliding down that thing, like trying to go fast as shit. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered if you get down and you jump, right? Like they say when you're going down an elevator right before you hit the ground, you jump up. But you know, your body's still going down. Yeah, you're still going down, man. Like, <laughs> it, it's just that, dude. I swear to God, it felt like I feel forever. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure. And then, yeah, joke. Yeah, and then like what scared me was like the blood hit, and I didn't really want to look. And the worst thing is, like, man, I had my earphones, my earbuds in, and when I hit, it hit a button, right? So I listened to, uh, <laughs> it was a good day by Dr. Dre. Like, oh, like, oh you know what I mean? <laughs> the whole entire time, you know, like while I'm in the hospital, I, Ooh, uh, burp, yeah, burp, burp, they're burp, trying burp. to ask me all these questions, and I'm staring at them, and I like turn my head, and you know, I can't point, you know what I mean? And I'm just like holding, like trying to get him to pull my earbud out, and finally the lady looks up and pulls my earbud out, and I'm like, thank God, you know what I mean? <laughs> holy crap yeah i was uh i did some training at a um at a technical school a couple weeks ago and it was like 80 kids in there and i'm like who wants to go into commercial and just like always everybody raises their hand almost you know everybody's like it pays more it's better it's this and that and i'm like well First time you go up a, you know, 60 foot little cage on the side of a building that's missing half its bolts strapped <laughs> to the wall. Right. Uh, or you go in, you know, you go in the back of a Chinese restaurant, you got to go up in the ceiling. You'll be like, dang, where's that residential house at again? You know, everybody Man. wants to go into commercial, but I care less for commercial. You know, there's a ruthless side to it for sure. That's the truth. Everything's bigger. Everything's heavier. You know. Well, everything's just harder to do. I think. Nah. Um, you get up on the rooftop and it's quiet, and you're working on a package unit. I love that, right? Homeowners aren't on over your shoulder. But that's just one side of it. Oh man, I have a whole strategy about homeowners, dude. I'll put them to work. Like, <laughs> I had to. Had that. I had a dude crawl underneath the house with me one time. I was like, if you're going to crawl in, be right beside me and look at what I'm doing. And I was like, you're going to have to do stuff. Like, I had him hold the flashlight for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, hand me tools out of my bag. I'm like, ain't no deduction on the bill, my friend, you know? I'm going to let them go first and clean all them webs out. Yeah. I like the people who go, well, how's my underneath my house look? I don't know. I didn't look around, man. I tried to go straight to the air handler and straight out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't look around. Right. It's like, that's, no. your, that's your stuff. You know, I'm just, yeah. I'm just dealing with equipment. Yeah. 
Or, yeah, I look and see how close it is to the door, and then I head a beeline straight to it. Yeah, like my favorite is you go in there and there's a thousand spider webs, but there ain't no spiders, so you know there's a snake underneath there, you know. <laughs> and some guy's like, "Hey, you know, I think I dropped something underneath there. Well, you better go get it, my guy." Like, no, yeah, I ain't touching it. How's my hot water heater look? I don't know. Am I a plumber? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how's it look? I think you need a new one. Anyway, this air handler. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I changed your fan motor for you, you know. Maybe you need to change your filters. Uh, or my favorite homeowner is always goes, yeah, I'd like to know how much a, a PM service is. Yeah, it, it's broke. I know it's broke. Just say you want a service call. You know what I mean? Don't call for a PM. Come yeah, out can, there. I can sell you that once we get done fixing this. Right, yeah. right. Is that is that not included? No, a blower motor is not included. I'm like, <laughs> like, how long has it been broke? Oh, we started making noise like six months ago, then it stopped. Hmm. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, I miss all that. Kinda. <laughs> well, come on, you don't really miss it. You just. I know. I, I mean, like, hey, I mean, I had a meeting with an Aon guy. Yep. All right. I'm going to say Aeon is such a scam. <laughs> Why? And I mean, what do you I, mean meeting I, with the Aeon guy? You talking about, you want to. Oh, no, this is an authorized Aeon guy from Aeon comes out and starts it up for like 10 grand. And like, I mean, I did everything. I mean, I just watched him come over there because it came with Freon, you know, it's like a seven ton. It already came with Freon package unit you know no return or nothing you know all he literally did i purged the gas line all he did was like turn it on the power on i was like i could have done that you know yeah and check pressures and i was and i'm like i'm paying you five grand for this i'm like yeah you should have said are y'all hiring i did i did (laughs) (laughs) i was like man is it always this easy like no it's probably not yeah, that's what he said, but, you know, I think I could do oh. Aeon startups all day. <laughs> Aeon, yeah, just, yeah, 10-ton gas packs, yeah. I'm on it. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I need to do that. That's that's my dream. I, I want to be a startup guy. You don't have to do a whole lot. Just go out there and start up Christian the unit. Well, me and Ryan we, know, we some, know folks. some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the big listeners, all the, all the Canadian listeners to the show, half of them, that's what they do, so. I mean, that's got to be the greatest job ever. Of course, Foodie's starting up, uh, I don't know how many million BTU units. What was that thing? He just did a 62-ton million BTU uh, engineered <laughs> air unit. Good God. Monster. Yeah, my mind don't... He's like, show me your, he was like, show me your evaporator coil. His is the size of a freaking car. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they were like stacked in there. That's crazy, man. That's just I mean, too big. It's the same. What, what I think is cool, though, is it's all the same. It's just bigger. Um, till you get into the controls, and then it starts getting a little complicated. Then, yeah. Can you imagine this? Like, hey, like, so go to some packing plant, and some rat or something or some bug has shorted out some low voltage control somewhere, and you have to go through the whole entire ceiling <laughs> to find it. Like, no, no. That will, I'll pull my hair out. Yeah, it'd be like working on a train unit. 
It'd be like working on a train three ton package. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I love the trains that, you know, the, the news trains that never shuts off, you know. I, I love going there and pulling out banks and banks of circuit boards looking at flashy lights they count all the flashy lights so i know what it's wrong and then somebody talks to you and while mid pool and you're like fuck and you gotta go back and count all the lights again yeah you blink well i used to hate i used to try not to blink and you blink and you feel like you missed one right i mean that that could send you down the the worst you know troubleshooting call ever you're like all right that's seven so that's this so i gotta start looking at this when it was really six, and that's a whole different problem. But you ain't lying, though. I mean, it's just like somebody always comes to you when you're trying to count flashy lights and ask you a question or something, <laughs> or something happens. You know, a dog comes up to you or something, or some bum like homeless guy that you didn't see that's sleeping in the bushes, and all of a sudden he just says, "Hey," you know what I mean? And like what? All right. Well, where's that story from? Oh, that's that's real life. That's Durham, North Carolina, man. Like, <laughs> that sounds like my service days in Atlanta. Man, I was just chilling, you know. I'm in my own little world, you know, and then, like I did not legit see him, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, I'm just, hey, I'm like, what the fuck? Where's that coming from? You know, I'm like looking around, and he's like coming out of the bushes, crawling on. <laughs> like, man. Same property. I have to. Did you put him to work? (laughs) I was gonna say. (laughs) Did you make him earn his eighty-five cents? He asked for. No, I did put him to work. You know, he did ask for a cigarette, and I just like looked at him and like, I hate people like go to. Hey, you got an extra cigarette? And I go, Nah, man, only twenty came in the pack. (laughs) And I'll just keep going. That's what my brother used to say. (laughs) (laughs) No, they they did not give me an extra one. Sorry, man. I'll be at a gas station in Charlotte, man, and somebody comes up there talking about how their wife or somebody's got, like, cancer, and they're at the hospital, and I'm like, you know, I know the hospital is, like, 30 minutes on the other side of town. What are you doing over here trying to get gas? You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to come up with a better story. (laughs) And then you probably proceeded to teach him a better story just just to know if it worked out later on. I just say it sucks, you know what I mean? I hate to hear that or whatever and stuff, you know. Can you think you can give me some money for gas? No, I sure fuck can't, guy. You know what I have done, though? Oh, yeah. I have been pumping gas and a guy come up and have a can and I squeeze some gas in the can. I'm not going to give him any money. I'll give him actual gas, right? If I give him money, I know what he's doing with the money. Yep. But I will give him gas. So he can go huff it. Well, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever he wants to do with it. Yeah, he's getting eighty-seven. Whatever it's worth, that's what he's getting. <laughs> I have worked around so much around like Fayetteville, North Carolina. I don't give nobody nothing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. absolutely nothing, except for a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> so what you got on here writing about some tax credits? So uh, I've had a lot of had a lot of phone calls about tax credits. We actually talked about it a little bit um, in a sales meeting today. But so there's actually two different tax credits that are out there right now. There's one that can be up to $2,000 for split heat pumps. Oh, I'm glad you're talking about this. I got to go get a beer. Yep, go get that beer. Um, Keep going. So it's up to... 
two grand on heat pumps as long as they meet certain ratings every different manufacturer is going to have different ones that qualify um and then i think it's up to around 600 on acs the only furnaces that it's really covering are like high 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 end 97 98 furnaces so pretty much uh there it was yep pretty much it's you know it's basically a tax credit around electrification and you know thoughts of decarbonization and moving to heat pumps now there's also a second rebate that's out there it's, I believe, the H-E-E-R-C or the Herc rebate. So the 25C is one and the Herc's the other. So the Herc rebate is all based on homeowners' median income. Well, is this southeast, southwest? It's, is this our area? It's, no, it's everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you've got up to 2000 on split heat pumps for qualifying matches on one side, but then the other tax credit, which is completely different, is based on household median income and it could be you know a little bit to a lot but there's nothing in any of the nomenclature that tells even you know the distributor or the contractor what those are that is all going to be decided between the homeowner and their accountant when they file their taxes now and then some of these rebates are actually available through like 2032 so there's, right. a, there's a big, big time frame, but it's because they they want to push everybody to heat pump. We've been preaching it on here over and over and over that people are pushing to heat pumps. They're going to electrification. It's coming. It is being ramrodded home like you would never believe. Um, well, one thing I want to say is, uh, you know, I was doing a little counter day the other day and the guy's like, yeah, man, we, we sell this product. You know, we're this we sell a lot of change outs because of that new tax credit stuff and i'm like man you got to be careful very careful what, what you're promising there because there's a lot of fine print and it's not two thousand dollars it might be right but it's, it's up, up to up, it's up to two thousand dollars and it's nothing you can do that's that's all that's all like you said it's between the homeowner and their accountant or yep. their tax lady person whatever yep and there's no it, there's nothing on base level product it's all going to be 15.2 sear 2 or higher um and then like i said furnaces they got to be you know 97 98 which means in most cases you're going all the way to the top of the furnace ladder with any brand you're getting some kind of mod furnace that's going to cost you know an arm and a leg on top of everything else um yeah two thousand dollars you're going to spend <laughs> yeah you're going to spend more money trying to get the tax credit than you actually could save from the tax credit in a lot of cases and that's just the straight up truth i mean what are you seeing out there jason as far as are you still quoting stuff for homeowners or are you not i mean i do that, but I'll be honest with you, man. Like most of the time, I quote something from homeowner. It's like a high dollar home, and right. they just say, "Hey, I just throw out options for them." And man, most of the, every house I do is like a twenty seer. Same right. thing. All I mean, my what about, you doing? You doing dual fuel? Or? Oh yeah, always dual fuel. Okay. Yeah. While we can, right? I mean, right. I mean, I like dual yeah. fuel. I mean. I like dual fuel. I mean, it's the best of both worlds, man. You know, 
and you know if you have a big house man like the this house i just did man if i went all heat pumps it had to have a 400 amp service for a house you know i mean that's right. crazy it's got four systems in it yeah it's, that's, what, that's what i mean it's um if you got natural gas i like yeah this what this was 96 percent furnace on a high sear heat pump that's a it's the bee's knees you know you can yep. dehumidify i mean creature comforts is the key right yeah, yeah. and that's all it's about anymore that's all it's yeah. about anymore. It's going to be about comfort. It's no longer about, I hate to say it, but it's, it's no longer about price. It, as bad as people don't want to hear that. Um, well, they're financing cases, anyway. Yeah, you're financing everything at this point. Yeah, why not add, you know, a <laughs> couple, roll of what's finance, another, right? what's another 50 bucks up. a month if I, you know, if <laughs> right, I just go exactly. all the way up? Yeah, what's another 10 grams financing it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's so much better, you know, and, it's hard for people to rationalize that, but you know, you walk in somebody's house and it's seventy-two degrees with like fifty-four percent humidity. I mean, it is super nice, you know. Well, yeah, we so as techs, right? We walk into homes and I, I can almost tell you what the humidity is. You know, if I got short sleeves on, I walk into a house. I'm like, hmm, no, not good in here. A little, little sticky. You know, and it ain't got to be high, <laughs> right. but you can tell, like, I'm sure you're the same, Jason. Like, you can, you can tell when it's 60 plus. Oh, yeah, without doubt. This is that's not, not much off from right, but you can tell it this when you is, walk in. This is how I like to explain it to people. I was like, you ever been to your, your friend's house and, you know, you're sitting on the couch and you get up to walk in the kitchen to get a drink or a beer or whatever. And when you come back, you're like, you're already hot again. You know, I mean, they got humidity problems. That's a good way to put it. And that's the most people can relate, you know, because everybody thinks bigger is better. It's not. No, because well, I always say, I'll always say that putting the dry bulb on the thermostat was the worst thing we could have done. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds crazy, but it, we, we should have learned by wet bulb, but wait, you know. Yeah, especially in the south. I mean, it's down here. Yeah, yeah. Nobody humidity can. is insane. That's what we. That's what we feel. the The dry bulb. I don't care what the dry bulb is. I mean, I, I went to a house with a with a high sear communicating system that had EEV on the inside and outside, but the EEV was uh, it would not it would not um, you know modulate down. It would stay. It was basically like a like a giant piston, right? It just wouldn't move. I go in the house, look at the stat. She's like, "Yeah, I got it on 70. It was seventy and seventy percent humidity, mm. and it felt ninety in there. Like, Jesus! I mean, the humidity gets you. Yep. It, you know, most people don't. It's it's hard to explain it sometimes to homeowners, and they don't get it, or people you work with don't get it you know on their sizing you know so that house y'all were talking about that you lost the compressor on when me and Ryden was over there that day it was summertime and i said what do y'all like to because they didn't come you know they that house was built new and they didn't come from a high sear product so nope they didn't what do y'all like the cooling on she said i'm about 68 i said you ain't gonna put this on 68 He's like, oh, no, no, we'll, we'll, we can do 68, 70. 
69. I said, you know, 75. <laughs> yeah. Mean, you, you want me to tell you where they got it set at now? What, 76? 76. Uh, oh, yep. Right? And they <laughs> oh. get, and they like, Zach, where is it said? Like, anything under it 76. It feels good in there. Oh, it Man. does. It feels wonderful in there. Anything underneath 76 is too cold. Mm-hmm. I was like. I said, you put this on 68. I said, you won't even be able to talk. Your throat will be so dry in here. Like, <laughs> 40% humidity. But, you know, they love it. They're, they're just... <clears throat> I mean, they just hit a bad streak of luck, man. I mean, you can't just hire any company to come work on a higher stage stuff because people don't like to go to classes. Yep. No. Because everybody, like, especially, like, a certain sake, like me. You know what I mean? Like, well, not just like me, but <laughs> <laughs> I go to classes, you know what I mean? But, like, you know. Somebody they broke the mold. <laughs> yeah. If, if you got 20 years in it, you know. Like that, my brother and the guy he works with, they know everything, but know nothing, you know? That's right. Dude, I love, there's nothing better, even doing what I do, and I'm reading all the time, manuals, install manuals. I still love when somebody says, hey, they're doing a class over here. You know, you want to come sit? Hell yeah. I love going and sitting in the back and taking notes. Um and I'm like always learning something, man. I remember my first class in Raleigh, and there's Jason sitting right in the front. Well, my <laughs> not my first class, but it was not far after. I mean, I like classes. That dude asked me so many questions. God, you know, I like classes. You know, it's like <laughs> Mishibishi class. I've been like six times, man. You know what I mean? I know the right. guy who teaches it is like Ralph. You know what I mean? And I like, <laughs> man, that's Ralph. <laughs> and, oh, Ralph, right? And, and like every time he's like, why are you here for it? And I'm like, you know, they pay me to come here and it's like air conditioning. It's hundred degrees outside, man. Like I'll sit in here <laughs> and get nice free lunch. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you already been here. I'm like, well, you know, what, what you got new? You I'm know? glad to see you too, Ralph. What the yeah, hell? Yeah. yeah right. right? <laughs> right. You always get something though. And I tell guys, look, you're not going to get it all this time. Mm. But if you go, if you get one thing each time. Dude, I yeah. signed up for your startup class, you know what I mean? And they wouldn't let me go. But I seen it come across my phone. I'm like, I'll sign up for that, you know? Yeah. Like, like let me go. Oh, start. man, that was one of the best classes I had because everybody wants to train on the latest, greatest. And I'm like, y'all don't understand the service calls that I'm getting, tech support. Like, these guys need what is static pressure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What is subcool? I mean, for real, like, like static pressure is a myth. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did a heat pump startup class, and you know my company's like nobody's gonna come to that. I'm like, let me just let me just do a couple, and uh, yeah, I had a full running system on a cart, and it was a 14 sear heat pump, like, and uh, air handler, and I was like, uh, okay. And when they left, they're like, man, I didn't know that was like that. Man, I didn't know that worked like that, mm -hmm. and. You know, you know, I, I help my call volume. I mean, if anything, I, everywhere I go, right, I, I automatically, if it's an X13 motor, I look at the door, I look at the fan speed, and like 98% of the times, whoever put this unit in didn't set the fan speed. They never set it. They I'm literally like, just oh, put it in for it. Come on high and let it roll. Like, 
y'all didn't read the door. Like you had to read the door to take the door off. <laughs> you know what I always, mean? It's like it's like right there. I always look for holes in the ductwork. You know, you don't see any of that, especially with air handler. It's easy. Just supply and return. Drill some holes. I go to a site visit where I, you know, we're having trouble, and the homeowner wants a rep there. I go to a site visit. That's the only tool I get out first is a manometer. I mean, that's just, that's what we do. We move air around. I mean, if that ain't right, nothing's going to be right. I break out my, I have a, a little bag, right? And I, man, I hate the, I'm, I'm going to plug them, but I hate them. Field piece. I got the whole wireless setup, you know? What I, I mean? know. And. <laughs> I, I don't. I really don't like fuel piece, but I have their whole nine, and I pull. I know you don't in. like it on the electrical side. You're a flute guy, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, know. Yeah, I got all the fuel piece stuff too. And, and that's what I break out. And you're exactly right. Manometer. I put my wireless gauges on, clamps. Yeah. It's right there. I mean, all the training classes I do now, I throw it up on the uh, tablet. And I'll set it on top of the air handler and everybody gathers around and I got the wireless manometer probes on there. We can look at our static and I do the little, uh, you know, we, we dial in the CFM, then we can see our BTUs, um, check sear right there, you know, uh, it, like it's pretty cool. It is. And, you know, and I mean, I have so much yellow jacket stuff. And if Yellow Jacket would just go down, listen, Richie, like drop your price by 40 bucks. <laughs> Help some people out. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wear their sweatshirts like almost every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I break out fuel piece crap. You know what I mean? How embarrassing is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, all, I mean, the only Yellow Jacket stuff I have is a, is a vacuum pump and uh, some, some analog stuff, but. I, I had their set of digital gauges and I dropped them. You talk, I know which ones you're talking about. They're digital, but they still had a needle. Yep. Yeah. And I, I'm just I've not heard, paying I that. heard those were pretty, uh, I didn't ever use them in the field, but I, I sold had, a few pairs of them, but I never, I yeah, never you used had a, one. The, the four fifties, uh, like field piece digital manifolds. Yep. I have six of them broken right now sitting in the full board of my backseat of my truck. <laughs> Jeez. Jay, Jason plows through some products. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, man. Like, I, I should be sponsored by Phil Peace. I'm going to tell you that, dude. Because, like, the VP7, <laughs> like, vacuum pumps, I burn 10 of them up a year. <laughs> God. I just throw them in the dumpster, man. They're 400 some bucks. I just throw them in the dumpster after they're done, man. I have two test eights that cost me like twelve hundred bucks. I burnt one up, cost me a thousand dollars to send it off and get it back. I'll never do that again. No, that what kind of warranty is that? Like, yeah. it's like the field piece, like manifolds. I mean, you send them back, it costs you three hundred fifty bucks. You buy a new pair for four hundred bucks. Like, ooh, I get to save fifty bucks. I just throw them in the back. <laughs> just got a pile of them. Anybody needs any scratch and dent gauges? Yeah, scratch and dent gauges in the back of Jason's <laughs> truck. Yeah, because yeah. the old style, you know, the, where your hoses came up the bottom and they always broke right there, just bouncing yeah. in the van or in the back. And I was like, you know, I even said something to the field piece. If you look at the new field pieces, 
it's all one piece now. Right. So they fixed the problem, but probably not. It was like voice of customer, (laughs) voice of the customer. (laughs) Yeah. No, they didn't want to. They didn't want to listen to me. They're like, man, we're just making all kinds of money off this guy. You know what I mean? (laughs) What do you think about the? It's about to be four hundred bucks to send him back as soon as I hear this. Man, I I want you to try out some some battery powered vacuum pump stuff. Oh, that like the was it the Navac? Navac. I think didn't didn't Milwaukee Makita just drop one too? It looks like. I mean, I had times where I'm like, man, that would have been. Super nice, right? Handy, yeah, yeah. But you look at the CFM right now on that thing, man. It's yeah, like, they're it's, it's like three. Like, I have I'm a not sure if anybody makes a six. I don't think any, I think three or four might be the highest, maybe. Well, and then mean, they only you get what 45 minutes to one, an hour if you're lucky. You get, I think 45 minutes, or yeah. Um, but, but I mean, hey, it's it's a start, I, you, you know, know. I would be all over that if it came out with like a Milwaukee like that Novak I mean I look at it like every time I'm in a parts store and you know their branding is nice they got that right. going on yeah those look good I'm it, like ooh I need some of that stuff and I'm very fortunate to work for a large company where like I can buy whatever the fuck I want you know and I just stare at it and I'm like I don't know how long it'll I've last. always got somewhere to plug a vacuum pump in, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I already got cheater clamps. You know what I mean? I'll just steal it off. But, like, I pull <laughs> so many vacuums. Like, how long do you think that thing really lasts me? How many guys in your company have... How many batteries burn, burn up the... No. How many of they burn up the vacuum pump putting the... Uh, Putting 220 on them with those cheater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I hate to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i remember seeing a help one of my helpers do it i'm like hook these up man it's it's 110 so just one line and a ground there come about that come back that vacuum pump's like you go 100 miles an hour yeah yeah it don't do that long no it kind of it pulls a, a hell of a vac though when it's doing that but uh here lately man i'm telling you what on vacuum pumps like i like the vp series yep I can already tell you right now that I get 1,500 vacuums to, like, 2,500 vacuums off one before I throw it away. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, but you're, that's on what? You're messing with multifamily stuff? Oh, yeah, multifamily, man. I mean, that's me pulling 300 vacuums a day. Good Lord. Oh, man, I have a system, man. Like... <laughs> Oh, you know Jason's got a system. Don't even joke. I got inch and a half hoses for vacuum. <laughs> Take the stems out. Hush, though. <laughs> Sorry, that's my I was dog. like, man, Riker once grew up for once. It wasn't me. <laughs> hey, I will punch you. Shut. <laughs> inch and a half? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I had Where'd a maid. Where'd you get those at? I had a maid. I was gonna say I have not seen those. No, no, I had them made. They're awesome, dude. They're awesome. Like I can pull a hundred foot vacuum to two hundred microns in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> God, well, what CFM? Like six or a... I use a seven a VP seven. Oh yeah, VP seven. Yep. You know, and VP seven. I use no manifolds. Uh, I use. I put a gauge on 
uh, Valcor removers and just boom, boom, boom. And even the Valcor removers, man, I'll buy. I have a ton. I was gonna say, of I'm kind of picky on those. I mean, I I have all brands except for just better because like it's not better. I'm trying to think of a <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm trying to think of this brand that I got now that's got. It's got the port on a on like a forty five coming out the side. Avion. Is it? Right. I want to say I ordered it from like Protec, like when we were over there, right, or when I was over there. Well, like, but of, half of that stuff's all private label from okay. somewhere else. It probably it's got to be then, man. Like uh, I had a, a hydraulic shop make me the hoses. I was gonna say, yeah, that's. It's, it's great. Like, I mean, legit great. It's probably the best 300 bucks ever spent. Now, I was going to say, how many, you, you talk about going through like 10 pumps a year. Now, I'm guessing you set one up and then you go set another one up and you go set, like, by the time you set the third one up, you're going back to move to the next one or something's my guess, right? Oh, yeah. I leapfrog. I, I got four pumps. I go okay. four at four times. I was going to say, I you got to have frog. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I get busy. It's It's insane. You know, but it's the price to pay. You know what I mean? I mean, and like, I'm going ahead. God, I'm going to plug them again, bro. Like, stupid fill piece with a great app. You know, once you start them up, man, you can screenshot and data log everything. And then you can data log all your units and then send them right back in to like the business or whoever so they know everything's set up, you know? Right. So it's, it's awesome. Well, uh, when I go to a site visit, and I got to send something to the factory when I call them and say, Hey, let me, let me send you this PDF. And they open it. They're like, Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I'm like, yeah, there's everything. Like, don't ask me anything. No, I'll, right. put, I'll the put the voltage there. and everything in the notes. Right. Or whatever. Um, I'm assuming you can get that also on there. You sure can. I know. <laughs> you I sure went, can, sir. I haven't went that far yet. Cause I just like, I don't really need it. I mean, I could, you know. Well, sometimes, man, I have to deal with like a third-party company. Right. And everybody who's a third-party company, they always look for something. And like, man, I'll knock them. When I send them my my file, I have the model, serial number, subcooling, subheat, electrical pool, the draw, amp draw of the blower motor, you know, pressures, temps, stack pressure. And they just stare at me, like, when I give them this report, and they just, like, why am I here for it, you know? And they just, hey, man, just sign off on it. <laughs> yeah. you, you got all of them like that? I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's it's so simple, though. They made, that's the best thing about Food Peace. They made it simple. Well, and everything connects quick. Yep. And it's also, man, this is like a straight up field piece plug but i know right i know man i hate it like because i'm hating <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll work on it we'll, we'll we'll see if we can get them in the vendor hub we'll get you a discount on some stuff there it <laughs> is <laughs> um but yeah no they i've been in three-story townhome in the attic and that's a good ways and uh it just it, it just act. works yeah i mean it it's works. just I've tried other brands, man, and they're in and out. The signal is right. You gotta like open up the door and I hold your hand out or out the window to catch it. You know, go over to the louver in the attic. Yeah, what it lacks in 
in your believed functionality capabilities it makes up for with prowess in the app there you go so what's up trade crew i hope you enjoyed the first part of this episode with our buddy jason if you thought this was funny and entertaining just come back next week and get the rest of it because i'm telling you it amps up in the second half of this show it's a blast yeah this was uh this is part one of a two hour and 40 is it two hours and 45 something minutes? like that it was insane yeah i went to bed about 145 so uh yeah next week's is uh he brings it even more if you want to know i'll give you a little insight pro tip how to wrestle a raccoon in a crawl space so that's going to be coming up yep. next week preferred uh weapons of choice um a little bit of strategy it's uh one we were not prepared for but i'm definitely better for knowing at this point in my life um so you know as we it's a time to get get a little shameless here. yeah it's always time to get a little shameless so um as we close this one out just a big thank you again to our powered by sponsor keystone sales and associates your premier manufacturers rep in the southeast in the mid-atlantic as well as our platinum sponsor one thing marketing if you're not following us on social media please go find us on tiktok and instagram as hvac.rnd and also on linkedin and facebook as hvacrnd and for any other information you can visit the soon to be launched hvacrnd.com website to look at the vendor hub and for anything else, you can always check the link tree in the bios of all of our social media. So thanks, guys. We hope you have a great week. And make sure to come back for the rest of this awesome episode next week. See you guys. Peace. <laughs>